Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Vigilant Guitars. Vigilant is a really rad company based in Victoria, BC, Canada, and they're making some of the world's coolest multi-scale extended range guitars and basses, all custom ordered. You want it, they'll do it. Not just the weird stuff, you just want a sick six string shred machine, it's done. Trevor is making some of the hippest stuff out there, and he's doing it using all of the most environmentally friendly processes and lumbers that he can. Heck, he often harvests his own lumber, but if he can't do that, he gets it from ethical sources. He's happy to use modern parts and modern techniques like LED lighting, rock light, carbon fiber, all sorts of cool stuff. So if you're looking for something awesome, check out Vigilant Guitars. and stout stout stoats it's a sweet episode of the cultured guitarist don't look at me like that a stoat is an animal is it yeah it's like a little ferret they catch rabbits and stuff they're cool we actually have them around here you're kidding no all right well they're really cute they they change to all white fur in winter and stuff it's awesome i've seen those you've seen those yes yeah it's a stoat man no kidding it's a tiny little ferret it's not very big no they're like it's like uh it's like a guinea pig sized Ferret, but without the guinea pig weight problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diet that, guinea pig. It does. <laughs> Panther pig. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> my name is Are You Serious Al? With me, as ever, my faithful companion, Can You Believe It, Casper? Mm. And joining us all the way from sunny Southern California is maybe he's kidding Michael Pack from Sonic Pops. <laughs> and that's a big maybe. <laughs> How's it going, Mike? It's going well. How are you guys? Oh, uh, real good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm really excited to be talking to you, man. It wasn't, it was only like a week and a half ago we talked about getting you on the show. So that's fantastic. Yeah. Not very often we get guests uh, so short notice like that. But. Yeah, short turnarounds are nice. Yeah. Well, it helps that I have absolutely no life other than uh, making pickups. <laughs> that sounds like a good life, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't have a response for that. But... <laughs> now I just want to talk about stoats. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we actually had to, we had to, we shot one when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, that's Way a go, terrible man. thing to say, but um, it was trying to, trying to kill one of our cats, and the cat mm. wasn't really... That's surprising. Yeah, my parents. I know. Wait, it was a it was a kitten. It was a kitten. It was a tiny little. It's not very big, but it they was kill. Like, it was like maybe ten inches of yeah. body. It wasn't very big. Huh. They, they kill rabbits, which are easily oh. three times, four times their size. Yeah. So. Well, this That's, was like a, a a kitten at the time, so it was like. Oh, you know. so it was prey. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. My parents saw an old cat, a grumpy old cuss of an animal. <laughs> uh, it came back with one of these things dead couple of years ago i can relate didn't even know they existed in the area until it brought one back dead you can't yeah you are <laughs> took me a minute. that took you a minute that's yeah. it's... <laughs> grumpy old casper yep <laughs> right on well man uh you know i, I got we got to kick it off with yeah. tradition i'm gonna get okay. I, get I get messages if i don't 
That's not true. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I, come on, Dan. I got some very specific <laughs> messages from Dan Presenter at More Guitars. <laughs> it's nice to have listeners that keep me in check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord knows you need it. Yeah. My ego gets too big. Somebody will come along and you're actually terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard being that yeah. guy all the time, too. But yeah, thank you, Casper. <laughs> You're welcome. Your service is appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what? Okay, let's let's kick it off. What what have we been up to this week, guitar and or music wise, other than the obvious of making pickups, of course. So we'll start it off with our guest. What have you been up to this week, man? Um, man, uh, I got. I'm working on a custom bass pickup and it's a one-off uh yeah i know you're gonna love that <laughs> well it's just the only thing that would make it better is if i said it was a drummer pickup. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> hey drum, drum triggers are real that's a thing yeah. it um it's for a very special uh project uh for uh, a bass builder by the name of david taylor in maryland and um yeah, I'm just trying to finish that up and get it out the door uh, so that I can get back to my regular orders and stuff. Um, but uh, and other than that, I'm working on a pedal design um, that I'm thinking about launching in the near future. But uh, we'll see. That's cool. Right on. What about you, Casper? Um, I kind of tidied up a bit of the studio the other day. Uh, actually, after our last recording session, mm. we kind of started rolling up cables and things because everything was going to be a little bit like a um, Ultimate Warrior course in here. Like you had to like, jump <laughs> over <laughs> things. American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> like just to get to my desk was a was a hazard uh. tripping over stuff. So, um, yeah, started doing that. Got a little bit more motivated on some pedal things and and uh, and stuff like that. But uh, mostly just uh, doing the daily grind at work and I, I went 11 days with only one day off so I slept, I slept till 10 today it was nice 10 a.m 10 a.m that's unheard of man my gosh <laughs> you yeah. rebel i know i woke up feeling like i got run over by a bus though so <laughs> it was a little bit hard to get motivated and go work on the yard today yeah. but uh yeah that's um that's pretty much it everything in this room is the same as it was last week when we left Clear. Last time. It's tidier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can actually sit on the couch. I didn't notice that. I know you That's didn't That's good. Notice. I frustrated my wife today, so I might need that. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about that. What's up with you? <laughs> uh, well, I I got a flat tire. Mm-hmm. That's and, commonplace uh, for you. Yeah, I get I get those You've... a lot. I, um, I suspect, because I, you know, I live quite a ways out of town, mm. uh, in the... The mountain road up to my place is not exactly the smoothest. Um, but this time what I suspect is like recently we've had some people out on some, it's not public land, but it's, it's kind of owned by uh, the local first nations band. Mm-hmm. Um, but it has some access roads to it cause there's power lines running through it. Mm-hmm. And we've had some people that have been kind of illegally camping there and like burning garbage there and stuff. Um, which is real dangerous because we're in the middle of just forest fire potential Par- yeah, problems. Paradise. Right? It's, her- it's, it's pretty bad. So um, I've taken to checking on that area because they, they, it's right on the edge of a big overlook 
cliff that overlooks the the valley and the lake and stuff. So it's a it's a beautiful spot. Mm. And I know they've intended to come back and camp more because they cut down some trees, they cleared a, a space, space, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they and they set up like stacks of cords of of, of cut down wood for firewood and stuff. And it's like, you know, I found their burned garbage. I found their fire still smoldering. And uh, that's just not what you want to see within a kilometer of your house when you live in this. It's like a tinderbox out there. Yeah. Like something got away, man. So I, I've been checking that spot twice a day. Yeah. Anytime I go out, I check it. And when I come back, I check it. Yeah. Um, just to, and I left a big, uh, uh, I wrote up a big note on a, on a poster thing and taped it, or not taped it, but tacked it up to their stacks of wood and said, you know, screw off essentially <laughs> it's not, you can't camp here it's illegal and yeah cops will be called yada 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 i want to discourage them make them go away um so i've been checking on that spot a lot and uh when whoever it was was camping there was camping there they were they also took the time to on one of these access roads set up a bunch of glass beer bottles and shoot them with shotgun shells uh and uh of course they didn't clean up any of the bottles or the shotgun shells it's you know, mm. They're responsible campers, <laughs> so I suspect <laughs> it was some of the some of the shards of glass. Mm, possibly, um, yeah. But guitar or music wise, mm. I have I say been... so. Aside from being Batman, <laughs> <laughs> just, just basically, I've just turned into like an old man in the forest, man, like an old man on the mountain. What are you doing on my hills? Mm. That's that's what I've yeah. <laughs> uh, but guitar or music wise, uh, I actually have uh, started emailing back and forth with a couple of promoters for the first time since the pandemic started. Attaboy. Um, and it looks like I will be doing a couple of shows this year. Nice. Which is amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. That's really good, man. Um, not sure if I'll be able to cook up anything into a, any kind of a tour or anything like that, but, uh, you know, it'll be just nice to kind of remind myself of what i used to do <laughs> yeah for sure Instead of just crying in my trailer in the woods all the time <laughs> i used to be a musician <laughs> yeah anyways so yeah i can, I can imagine that <laughs> it'll be nice to nice to earn a little bit of money yeah no doubt well, i'm happy for you. i'm 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 glad you i'm glad you're doing that because i know last time we were talking it was you were you know we were talking to ed DeRoche, who you were saying, you yeah. might, might be pulling the plug, man. That's a sad, sad thing well, to say. Well, you know, I still got a lot of things to think about that way because, uh, you know, I just, eh, it's a lot. There's yeah. a lot. And and most venues are still not this year, anyway. Yeah. They're not taking anything, so. I think you'll get on stage, man, and you'll find the fire. <laughs> I hope. I, I hope, hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And then I'll. Then I'll get to enjoying it again, and then I'll get to the struggle, and then I'll want to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything is going to be better than what the last year has been. Yeah. So there. Hopefully. Keep that in mind. I passed by, and uh, oh, never mind. I don't want to get into. Yeah. Some of the some of the anti-mask rallies and all that kind of stuff, and <laughs> it's just like, can we all just get along? Can we try to get along at least. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, let's get into it, man. Uh, Mike. Yes. You have a long and interesting story, and uh, our show is only so long, so I, we can't get into all of it. But give us the give us the kind of um, 
Give us the Coles notes version <laughs> of how you got into doing pickups and where you came from in this. Oh, um, okay. I, uh, I was trying to remember what I said on that live. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, you know, I liked to uh, break my guitars uh, by attempting to work on them. And uh, so, you know, it was just a matter of uh, trying to trying to fix crappy equipment and stuff. And, um, you know, over, over the years, I, I started building, uh, guitars as a hobby and, you know, would, would help out my friends by repairing their stuff and this and that. And, uh, but, you know, I wanted to be a musician, of course, and didn't work out that way, but I ended up working in the film industry and, uh, worked as a special makeup effects artist um, for a lot of years after doing several other things. And did you happen to work on a film called Vertical Limit? Because oh, that would just no. really make this, that would tie this whole sh like podcast That's, in a four in a row. You know, That's no. why I went there. That's four There's in a no row. There's no reason to go there. there. That show does not get any more attention from this. <laughs> podcast okay that, i can't, I can't make no that vertical promise <laughs> god <sighs> the greatest movie of all time casper <laughs> i know you don't believe that and you're just saying it to hurt me <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry mike i'm sorry i, I, <laughs> I had to oh, okay. <laughs> yeah no vertical limit um but about um, around 2016, uh, I started getting really sick. And it ended up that certain chemicals that I was working with uh, making things, um, in particular artificial eyes and and fake teeth, you know, like vampire teeth or zombie teeth or whatever, uh, the chemicals were starting to kill me, essentially, make me very ill. And uh, so all of a sudden... Poisoned by when, your own profession. Yes, I was poisoned. And to be fair, too, uh, the industry had been changing for a number of years. And, you know, as more and more computers were being used in shows, there was less work for what I did, which was make, you know, the practical things. Uh, so there had been a decline and I'd already been asking myself, you know, what else can I do? Um, and when I got sick, you know, I went to the doctor and the doctor said, you know, you're retired starting today. And it was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> I better think of something else. But I'd already been been asking myself, what else do I love? What else am I passionate about? You know, because I, I just, and nothing against people who do it. I just could not sit in a cubicle. Um, that's just not the way my brain works. And um, so I landed on, uh, on guitars and in particularly, I started focusing more and more on, on, pickups and so i started designing uh 
you know, recreating the vintage ones. And then from there started tweaking the designs and coming, trying to come up with uh, my own things, you know, and, uh, um, and that's pretty much it. When I, when okay. I felt like I had a bunch, you know, it was, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do this, you know? So that was 2016. That's five years ago as of recording. It's roughly give or take a little mm. bit. Um, had you done a lot of pickup building like on your own before that? Uh, sporadic rewinds and things like that. Um, but not, not, not a lot of super intense uh, work of any kind. Cause it was always like, Hey, I've got this, you know, a buddy of mine was saying, you know, I got this neck pickup on my strat isn't working and, you know, I don't really want to buy a new pickup. Can you fix it? Eh, okay. Let me see. Yeah. So it was kind of like that. Um, but yeah, I got really intense when, when I decided, you know, that, that I was going to focus on that guitar electronics in particular. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, well you posted, uh, or was it a video? I, I think it was a video you posted, um, recently of, of uh, one of your, uh, pick card you wired up, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, and man, very tidy. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, you definitely, uh, have an eye for detail. That's for sure. So. You get into pickups. How hard was it? Because that's, you know, starting five years ago, you, you weren't, you know, it's not like Lawler starting up or Duncan starting up or DiMarzio. You know, you were coming into a market that had a lot of people in it at that time. Yes. Um, how, how hard was that to kind of define your own space and, and kind of get yourself out there? You know, it's kind of like... It's easy to be to get caught up thinking, oh, there's already so many people. You know what? What could I possibly bring to the table? And I kind of refuse to let that dictate how I go about things. Uh, so I just thought, you know, I'm going to do what I like, and if you know, hopefully somebody else likes what I'm doing too. And, you know, I knew that the stuff that I was making sounded good. So I just figured, um, I'll just give it a try, just see what happens, you know? And if it looks like there is no room for me, then so be it. But I kind of have the, I have the feeling that there's room for everybody. I really do. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, was it hard to get into it? Um, you know, there's still a lot of people who refuse to help anybody new, you know, they're very protective and all that. And it's interesting because kind of the same thing happened when I got into special makeup effects. Uh, there was, there was this attitude of, you know, we're, we're not going to help you. You're taking money out of my pocket and all that kind of thing. And, and sometimes people would do that to the detriment of the show you were working on, which was just mind blowing to me, you know? Um, uh, 
and I kind of said, you know, well, screw that. I'm, I'm going to be the opposite. I'm going to help people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, so, that's you know, good. there's that's certain healthy. things I won't, yeah. there's certain things I won't say, or I won't talk about or tell people, but in particular, we're talking about my specific, you know, wine recipes and all that, but, but pretty much anything else, if somebody asks me, I'll tell them. Um, that's a, that kind of camaraderie is a, an outlook that I think we're seeing a lot more of and more of as, as time goes on. Or certainly in the pedal community, we've definitely seen a lot of that where people are, they're just excited to, to share ideas and concepts with each other. And, yeah. And nobody's trying to copy one another and they're very encouraging of one another. So it's, you know, you being the first pickup maker we've had on the show, it's nice to see that you're also taking that approach. <laughs> well, well, first I... dedicated pickup maker. We've had uh, more makes his own pickups, but he's a, yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, you know, congrats! You're the first hey, dedicated you... pickup maker we've had. All right. <laughs> That's some, cool. We should have some fireworks or something. Oh, I wish I had a. I know. I was... well, you got, I you a, got the I canned got... applause button. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but I've had, had my hand slapped too many times. Now I'm just gun shy. Well, because it instantly sounds like an episode of like Home Improvement or something when you hit that thing. It's like. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> sounds more like an alarm like oh my yeah, god somebody's always going wrong breaking into your car <laughs> you know what that was that was the ultraman uh uh beta capsule sound if you ever watched the original series of ultraman that's the sound that they would make whenever you press the button and turn into the, the giant ultraman somewhere out there mm-hmm He's yeah. a geek, just flipping his lid. Yeah, absolutely. Listening, because you just <laughs> and he he knew what it was the second he pressed it. That's fantastic. And, uh, God bless that that passionate fan. Yeah, I think I called him a geek, and I shouldn't have done that because I've I've got I that level. Identify. Of, I've got that level of nerdy passion yep. for things. Yeah, I know. I I totally identify with that. You you can play any two notes from the Karate Kid soundtrack, and I'll be on it, man. Like white on rice. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> on uh on my studio album that I, I released uh two years ago um i spent so long on one of the songs arguing with the guy <laughs> recording and producing it uh because i i was trying to sneak a melody from the karate kid soundtrack <laughs> in on one of the bass tracks of a song and he's like this note does not fit and i was like it has to be there he's like but it doesn't fit with your chords i was like i don't care it has to be there it's like it's dissonant he's yeah like, it has to be there he's like why You're- why does it have to be there and i told him what i was doing and he was like you were such an idiot you are ruining you were bringing your song level down for this <laughs> You could have just rewritten the whole song to make the note work. I, I was well, you know my song, No Heroes. You've heard yeah, it yeah, a yeah. long time. Yeah, it was, it was like there was no really rewriting the chords in that. It was, it was, it was a done deal. In the end, he won. That's good. And I removed the one foul note, but uh, I was really stubborn about it. You should definitely listen to Bob. He's smart. I should <laughs> go watch the Karate Kid again as well. <laughs> yes, Bob is smart. You should watch Ultraman. Mm. Or or Ultraman, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on my watch list. <laughs> you know what else you should have on your watch list? Vertical Limit uh, is this epic action adventure. 
Uh, I've seen it. Yeah. It's terrible. I know. (laughs) I think everybody watched it hoping for greatness, found mediocrity. And now we realize later on that's like, that was so bad. We all got tricked in by Bill Paxton. Like, yeah. yeah. It's going to be okay. Bill Paxton's in it. Yeah. None and of I, us thought, I Chris that. O'Donnell's the lead. It's not going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, what, what did he do? That movie and, and Batman Forever or Batman Returns or something? Like, no, it was Batman and Robin. Batman, Batman Robin. and Robin, yeah. He was in yeah. two of them, Batman and Robin for... Um... And Batman Forever. Was he in Batman Forever? No, he no. was just in Batman and Robin. No, he was in two. He, he was Robin in two of those movies. Was he Robin with Val Kilmer? Yeah. He was Robin with Val Kilmer, and then he was Robin with Clooney. Okay. Talk about a crisis. Those are bad movies, man. Yeah. Why did the bat suit have nipples? What was with that? Oh, that's and, Joel and, Schumacher's idea. <laughs> it was. It sounds, it sounds like you know. I've, I've seen an interview with Joel Schumacher being like, I'm sorry. It was, I, shouldn't, I, I shouldn't have put nipples on the bat suit i shouldn't have that whole movie was just i'm sorry I'm, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we do need another podcast to talk about crap movies anyways <laughs> that was one of the first big movies i worked on batman and robin you worked, you worked on, on batman, batman and, and robin? robin yeah but i didn't do much i did uh some life casting of arnold stuntman that that's fantastic that is still epic yeah man that should be the first line in your Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you have a, no, I don't know if you have a Tinder profile. If, nah. if Al had a Tinder profile, yeah, that, would, yeah, that, that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic, man. <laughs> I, I got to ask. I know this is a guitar podcast. But what are, yeah. are there some other notable things you worked on that we would know? Uh, um. Man, you know, it's one of those things where. Uh, Give us the IMDb fame. <laughs> I'm actually looking it up right now because, believe it or not, uh, <laughs> you forget that stuff. Um, let's see, I worked on, uh, off the top of my head, uh, the Tim. Burton, uh, Planet of the Apes. Um, All right. Mark Wahlberg and Estella Warren. Yes. Um, I worked on the 2003 Dawn of the Dead, uh, Men in Black 2. I worked on The Last Hellboy, um, American Horror Story, Monkey King 2. I I mean, great. I like those Monkey King movies. That's, okay, the 2003 Dawn of the Dead. I actually really like yeah, that. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I worked on um, The Wolfman, Tropic Thunder. Um, oh, three, yes. Yes. Epic. 300. That's fantastic. Uh, you worked on 300. Mm hmm. Fantastic. I, I just watched that. I haven't watched it since it came out uh, years ago. Watched that for the first time like a week ago or two weeks ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Boy, is it cheesy. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, but it's like, I was actually, I was watching, I like watching those, um like, military tacticians pick apart military tactical movies and stuff like that, like, where they, like, the real people that do it actually watch the movies and then they, like, pick it apart. Those YouTube videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I, I pass a lot of time on YouTube, and um <laughs> one of the ones was hand-to-hand combat stuff for, like, medieval, medieval combat, and they're like, they did a really great job of the fighting in these movies and like some of it was a little bit flare and flash and whatever. It's all Hollywood, but like the basics are all there. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. 
<laughs> I would not have thought 300 would pass muster that That's, way. That's I, I expected it to get roasted, but he's like, yeah, no, like these formations and all this stuff is actually on point, and the way that they're utilizing the weapons is is on point. Oh, okay, like, cool. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's a that was a good one. I like All that right. one. Well, well, that's cool, man. All right, okay. I'm sorry. I'm I'm weird. I'm gonna stop cherry picking your IMDb page here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what is your favorite pickup you make? Oh come on, that's like asking me to pick which kid. I, I know that's why I asked. <laughs> you. I, I just wanted to, I mostly no, wanted to see you are a sadist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like. I mean. If they weren't, if I didn't like them, they wouldn't be there. Um, but some notable ones. <laughs> very, very tactful, Mike. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, it it really all depends on the style of play and all that, you know. Uh, for single coils, I've got a set called the Rattlesnake Specials. Um which are very good for uh, kind of Texas blues thing. And uh, I've got a humbucker set um, that I call a Crystal Palace set, which is one of the most interesting humbucker sets I, I think I've got um, because they're really, really low output, but they sound huge. Um, and they work for everything from, from jazz to punk. And I, I mean, I've got, uh, it's a weird thing. I would have never imagined people that play punk using these particular pickups. Right. But, uh, uh, Brian Gower from the tone jerks, uh, he swears by these pickups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's, it's always, it's, there's a lot of that that happens, a surprise, you know. Um, I've got some high-gain um, humbuckers uh, called uh, the Cthulhu set, and uh, uh, they're really neat, really special. i got to so, say, you're I, killing it in the name, name department. department. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Crushing it in the names, man. <laughs> Love it. You, you, you and Hank need to, from Rattlesnake Cables need to get together on, like, a cross-promotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe. Well, it, it's kind of weird, though, because, like, well, I think were were you on the live cast when I was talking about it? Like, uh, I make wiring harnesses, I make cables, I make patch cables. You know what I mean? But because you know, there's companies that are dedicated specifically to wiring uh, wire uh, harnesses and specifically to cables. Uh, I always kind of feel guilty about pushing those, you know. So I never do. <laughs> So, uh, like for well, instance, I mean, the shotgun street, you, know, you, you know, shouldn't it? you shouldn't have to feel guilty for pushing them and stuff. Like even Sean from from Gun Street, he he's he's a really cool and chill dude. He 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 knows he's got competitors, but he doesn't sweat it. No, I think he's even yeah. Good. Well, and it goes back to there's I think there's room for everybody, but yeah, yeah. that is probably the thing that I I I push the least. Um, like I know Asher when we had when we had on Hank from Rattlesnake Cables, mm -hmm. Asher from Caulfield Cables specifically messaged to be like, will you tell him I'm a big fan of his work? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, oh, I mean, I just, I just did uh, a cross promotion with Asher from, 
yeah. uh, doing a charity thing, and we we provided some of the uh, some of the prizes. That's yeah, but it was just fretboard yeah. oil. I make a fretboard oil that I'm pretty proud of. Um, mm. And uh, also switch, my, switch tips. Switch tips. Yeah, those those things were really kind of a afterthought that kind of blew up because um, I, I made them initially uh, for a, as a giveaway at NAM. Um, and I was just going to, you know, just walked around and handed them out to my friends, you know, people I knew and stuff. And uh, um, what happened is I gave one to Perry Ormsby of Ormsby Guitars, and they're these little three-dimensional skulls. And um, he immediately put one on a guitar. Well, he sold that guitar, and somehow in transit, the tip got broken. So the guy contacted him and said, you know, is there any way you have another one of these, right? And Perry put him in touch with me, and I just happened to have one left out of that batch that I initially made for Nam. And, you know, I told the guy, yeah, I'll send it to you. Don't worry. I won't charge you for it, you know? Yeah. But then I said, well, just out of curiosity, would you buy something like this? And he's like, absolutely. And I said, well, how much would you spend? <laughs> that's, that's great market research right there, man. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, literally, it just felt like the right opportunity. So the guy said, I'd spend 20 bucks. And I was, and I, I immediately was like, no way. I can't charge 20 bucks for these things. You know, they're so tiny. But uh, then I started doing uh, questions about it on my live streams. And... Uh, you know, I asked the guys, how much would you pay? I did, uh, I did one of those, uh, ask a question things in my stories on Instagram, you know, and the average answer was around $15. And I was really surprised by that, you know, so I ended up landing on 12 bucks, but you know, uh, unless it's got a lot of painting and then it's 13, but, um, even, even then I feel a little bit guilty, but you know, these are all handmade, man. They're all done one at a time so <laughs> uh, but just since the initial ones came out um i got the the guys at esp uh usa asked me to come up with a custom one mm -hmm. a little rocket ship um for this for the cosmos series that they did it was a limited run of guitars that were all painted like galaxies uh by uh by Ryan, their head painter there over there, and uh, he did a phenomenal job. But um, one of the guys that works with him uh, was talking. They were talking about switch tip, and the guy was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if this, the switch tip was a little rocket ship?" And Ryan, you know, passed that on to me. He's like, "Is there any way we could do something like that?" And I was like, "Absolutely." So, uh, so yeah, I made that one, and and that somehow ended up on a whole bunch of different people's uh, guitars and the original little skull head uh, is on several people's Gary Holt is a big fan of, of these guys. Um, well, I'm looking uh, for it. I, I, you were kind enough. Uh, I want to share this with our listeners. Um, you were kind enough to send Casper and I 
each a little rocket ship switch tip. <laughs> I'm so looking forward uh, to this, was man. When I was talking to you. Well, was it the rocket? Yeah. I don't even remember. <laughs> you sent us two little rockets. You had two in a bag that you said had been there, been together for a long time, and you didn't want to separate them. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad. We got the orphans. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm really excited because uh, the rocket, uh, the rocket ship is going to go on the build series guitar I'm working on in our upcoming uh, mini series of parts caster builds that mm -hmm. we're doing. That's exactly um, where mine went gone. Yeah, my, yeah, my base you, doesn't have a switch. No switches on the well. You're, it'll oh. go on your pan really well, though. I think. Yeah, or the Aria either. Too. Or the Aria. Sorry, I said yeah. pan, but I, yeah. Yeah, I knew what you. Meant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it was coincidentally very well themed with my 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 build is a little uh, <laughs> a little galactic. <laughs> every, everything with me is sci-fi tinged because I'm a massive nerd for that stuff. So I'm excited. Um. And so, thank you very much for that. But, yeah. yeah, it was very kind. You're of welcome. Me. You're welcome. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, so how many? Like, I, I forgive me for this, man, but I did not at any point, even though I was hanging out with you on uh, on Instagram Live a couple of times, it did not occur to me to hit up your website and see how many different pickup models and stuff you're making. <laughs> <laughs> But, but how many, do you know off the top of your head how many models you make? No. <laughs> like, Ooh, something shiny. Oh, I know, I'm so bad. This is, I should not have this job. <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't I don't have any idea, honestly. You uh, do a lot of custom stuff and, and as well, so, I mean, that probably. I do, I do, but I think I'm going to have to limit that from now on um, because what I charge for these one-offs versus the amount of work that goes into them. It's just ridiculous. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I've got just humbuckers alone. Um, I've got 11 different models. Oh, wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, I do single coils, uh, uh, tele pickups and strat pickups. And, my I, my telly set, the Pistolero telly set, is is proving to be quite popular. Um, and uh, um, do Jazzmaster P90, but I also sell a lot of bass pickups. Uh, so, so you're all over the place, and it's yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try not to try not to you know be limited, but. Um, uh, I sell a lot of bass pickups, and uh, I have to say my best sellers would be the Crystal Palace set, the uh, Humbuckers, the uh, uh, all of the the bass pickups, the P and J bass, and the Noiseless J bass, um, the Rattlesnake Specials, and also the Cthulhu and the Smokehouse Humbucker set. Um, it's kind of a kind of a mid gain set. Um, and then I've got you know my version of the PAF. The, uh, I call it the Bygone Fifty Nine, and those are all just consistent. You know, these names are just killing me, man. They're so good. <laughs> like a game, I, yeah. they give me like a, an idea of what you're getting yourself into you know well then, that was the point yeah no oh, it's so great so great yeah bygone I 59 wanted, dude that's a that's a that's a winner for me too that's great 
Well, I, <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, you know, that one was not easy to come up with either because, you know, I definitely want people to 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 get the idea from their name, mm-hmm. like I said, what they're what they're getting into. Uh, part of that was because I I knew I didn't have sound demos in the very beginning at all, so. Um, you know, I wanted people to, to kind of the name to kind of tell the story a little bit. So I think it's, I think it worked out, but the bygone 59, I was racking my brains. Oh man. What, you know, what suggests vintage without, you know, being saying vintage. Right. And I didn't want to say PAF or anything like that. So, um, yeah. um, Like I'm not, I don't want to criticize anybody using those terms because everybody's, no. everybody's doing their thing, but I would definitely say those terms are used. They're, they're very used. <laughs> well, well used. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and to be fair, I get it, man. Cause it's, it's really not uh, easy. Uh, but well, I, and there, and it does do exactly what you just said, right? It gives right. The, the potential customer an, an idea of exactly what that pickup is aiming for. Right. So yeah. I, I, it's, I can't fault it, but no. it is a very, no. You know, it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's like, it's like naming every second car a four-wheeler. It's just like, well, right. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, like, uh, I decided, you know, when I first started that uh, I was going to put that bygone name on all of my vintage stuff, um, all just so that that would be easily discernible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so um, I've got, for instance, my bygone jazz master, right? But, you know, I'm looking at my jazz master now uh, pickup, and it's kind of a hybrid uh, set, uh, the neck and the, the bridge. And and the more and more I talk to and learn about uh, kind of what hardcore jazz master players and collectors are looking for, right? The more I'm thinking, you know, I think I need to be a bit more specific with, with those particular pickups, right? So I'm going to be coming out with uh, very specifically a targeted years um, because there was a big difference between the pickups um, between, you know, pre CBS and after CBS. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, jazz masters and offsets are huge right now. Um, but these are the things that I don't know why I just went off on a rant about jazz master pickups, but yeah, hey, man, <laughs> it's fantastic. Fun. Yeah, it's fun by us. Huge jazz master fan, uh, plural, myself. yeah. And Gasper's uh, I'm waiting on an offset you're, right you're now, getting quite the offset, yeah. Just an oh, okay, it's an yeah. okay one, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's an an okay. a strong, mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, man, well, I think, you know, you're going to get a phone call. Offset. <laughs> 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 yeah. Offset. I mean, I love Fender guitars. I would, I, I would arguably say I'm more of a Fender guy than a Gibson guy, even though my, my favorite uh, guitar that I own is my SG. Um, I, I think the, the jazz master kind of, if I may be so bold as to repeat things that other people have said 800,000 times, <laughs> uh, the jazz master kind of takes the greatest hits of all of Fender's good features and kind of combines them in a really nice, 
format. You got a you got a good trim system on there when set up properly. When yeah. Um, it's a nice scale length. It's a comfortable body. I think that's the key. Yeah, I think most Fender players don't use the. There's a lot of guys that use the the you know positions two and four on strings, <laughs> but I don't think a lot of people straight up use the middle pickups. I think there's a lot more neck and bridge players. Hmm. Um, which is why tellies are just so undyingly popular. Hmm. They never go out of style. Um, cause you can get a jazz master and you can get that classic fender single coil thing, uh, in a unique circuited format, but in a body that's definitely more comfortable than a telly. And uh, right. you, most jazz masters I've picked up way less than a telly. So whether you're playing a Jaguar or jazz master, it's still, <laughs> you know, so you, you get this, this nice combination of all those features. So I, yeah, man, you gotta, yeah. you gotta make a jazz master pickup. You got, and a Jaguar pickup. I'll probably get some hate for this, but I think they're way sexier than a strap hands down. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I can, I, I think can get with that. Yeah. yeah. The strap body to me is, it's what I'm most comfortable with. Um, but I actually prefer the, the Gibson scale, the 24.75. Um, it's just easier for me now, especially because I'm older and just like that softer string feel, you know, when I, yeah, when I, when I got sick, it actually affected my motor function and, uh, I lost like a, a whole bunch of my, my guitar playing ability basically um so it's even more important now but um i've always you know i've always felt that 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 strat ish shape uh is just infinitely more more comfortable to play especially if you sit down you know but um Mm. which i do a lot of Uh, it is super uh, comfy you know my my biggest issue with strats is the volume knob placement I've never been oh, able to really? play a strap. Yeah. I always roll off the volume while I play. Like just my, huh. my pinky hits it. Uh, it's really like I just can't help it. Yeah. I've any strat I've ever owned. The, one of the first things I have to do, and I mean, have to, because <laughs> I'm a drunken orangutan and I can't learn to adjust my technique. I, I have to get inside that guitar and either remove the volume pot and move it to where the first tone pot is mm-hmm. or disable the volume pot and turn the first tone pot into the volume knob because I yeah, see. Uh, guaranteed I will roll off the volume while I play. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. You would think you would turn it up, you know? It, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, I like the first couple strats I owned, I would tape the knob in place. Cause uh, I just, right. I just jam a water or something underneath it. Yeah. Just well, I mean, like I get on stage and it'd be like, why am I getting quieter and quieter? And it like, you know, Eddie didn't like it either. That's why he moved it. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> well, I don't play anywhere near. What I was going to say, we probably play. shouldn't compare <laughs> Al to Eddie Van Halen, no. but <laughs> I'm like my pretty much I'm, I'm doing a half Pete Townsend strum uh, ah. every time. Uh, you mean well, the wind? Yeah, the, the wild but stallions. But it's a little more bashy, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't mean to be a such a goon when I play, but <laughs> I, I am a bit of a goon. I say with the shoe fits. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. There's every guitar I've ever had. The tops of them end up pretty, 
The only guitar I've ever played for a long period of time where I haven't messed up the top is Casper's acoustic that I've been borrowing. And that's because mm. I am so careful with that thing. Or I try really hard to be careful with yeah. that thing. As you should be, yes. Yes. Yeah. I've definitely put some marks <laughs> on it, though. But... Uh, hey, you told me. <laughs> <laughs> that look was a perfect trigger, yeah. Because yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah. my, my old acoustic, before it got stolen, if, if anybody's ever seen a picture of it, uh, I, I Willie Nelson that thing, but with way less years of playing because I'm just smashy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we we're I mentioned uh, Les Paul's. I, I think I know you've had uh, Grant from Big Ear on the show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I was uh, Grant uh, hangs out with us on the live streams often and uh I was talking about, you know, I need to get a Les Paul so I can do some uh, video demos um, of, you know, certain pickups. And Grant sent me uh, a Korean-made Epiphone Les Paul that he had. Which it was is, just laying around. That, <laughs> he a, just sent it. That's a good era for <laughs> That's a great era for those guitars. And be so nice and just yeah. so very Grant. I don't think, like, I think that's the second version of that story that, about him, yeah. I think he gave somebody else another one too. He he's just such an unbelievably nice guy. Yeah, he is known for for doing that. Um, I, I know he sent at least I think a couple to Ryan at Sixty Cycle. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty crazy. And you know, I just I I opened the door because uh, I got a notification of a package delivery, right? I'm sitting there looking at this guitar box going, what the heck? You know, because <laughs> he didn't tell me, you know, yeah. no, he wouldn't. That's, nope. He wouldn't. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Grant, Grant and Karen. Yes. Karen is awesome. Such great people. Yeah. 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 I hope that I can meet them in person one day in a very, very safe post COVID world and uh, hug them. They seem like they'd be instant huggers. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> if not, I'll make them very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> Hi, <laughs> hug. Oh, you're uncomfortable. No. Okay, see you later. <laughs> yeah, it, it's I. I those two are uh, a force to be reckoned with. Um, Karen is one of those people that. She's dangerously intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what Grant said. <laughs> Some, yeah. Something to that effect. I know this is not what you meant, and I want to stress again. I know this is not what you meant. But that sounded almost like something one of those, like, anti-feminism dudes would say on Facebook or something. That woman's dangerously intelligent. Well, you know what? In some ways, I guess that's true. <laughs> and I, and I, again, I just want to stress, I know that's not what you were doing. Yeah, just, yeah. No, not at all. No, but she's, uh, the fact that those two got together, um, because they really, both of them bring a lot They're an incredible to, to the company. Yeah, you know? yeah, they're a perfect pair. So, um, and I, gotta, I, I want to say, like, I got to give a shout out to, to Grant again. Like, yeah, autism does not get a lot of understanding and it gets a lot of flack and people that have, uh, have some, yeah, so they, they exist somewhere on the, uh, I don't know if it's still a spectrum, on the spectrum yeah. term is anymore. I'm sorry if I'm screwing up the terms, I'm really sorry. 
Um, but I really admire Grant's uh, efforts to be forthcoming with it, to draw attention to it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he accomplishes so much um, despite his uh, self-confessed difficulties um, operating with it and stuff. I mean, he, when he was on the show, he was he talked about it a, a, a little bit and stuff. And, and yeah. man, what a, what a cool guy. What a chatty guy. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. That was a great show. <laughs> like, getting the show started, because Grant was just, he was off like a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a little hard. Grant, 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 we got to start the show. Yeah. Grant. We, we got yeah. to start over and, and actually record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was great. So, yeah, sometimes so with our guy. guests, we have to really, like, like really hold their hand and drag them through the conversational uh, path a little bit, yeah. but not with Grant. No, with Grant, it was more like the two of us were like running behind him, like, wait, wait, we need to talk too. We're hosting the show. Yeah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> he was, he was, he's a great guy. I, I could talk to him any day of the week. He's so good. Yep. Well, we're both night owls too, so uh, if I'm working late and and he's always working late, so uh, like yeah. we'll just. <laughs> We'll just video chat the he, whole time. He's very often in your in your Instagram live chats there. That's yeah. great. Which, by the way, listeners, uh, if you're up late and you're on Instagram, yeah. <laughs> uh, odds are so is Mike, and he's doing an Instagram live, and he's sitting there chatting with whoever's there while making some pickups. So hop on in there. You know what? Uh, I two support. reasons. I actually don't do this, and I should. You should. I, yeah. yeah, I don't it's do Instagram live stuff. I just don't. I, I Instagram live while I was packing up Eric Merrill's guitar and making a box to stuff it into. Yeah, I probably wouldn't was, watch that. It was a nice way. Well, it was. It wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't doing anything exciting, but it was a nice way to like chat yeah. with a couple of people. I did. Brandon Shock was there. Um, but anyway, you should hop on Sonic Pickups Instagram live videos late at night, because Mike is an incredibly cool guy, and it's a great way to just kill some time and chat with a cool guy. But you also. <laughs> When you like have a special one-off thing, you you let go and sell. That's where you make that announcement. Um. Yes, uh, I will often drop that information there first. Um, kind of like the insiders club, you know. And there's actually even a some uh, secret menu items that uh only people that that actually hang out uh can access so <laughs> there you go no. hang out it. with mike drew in the cult of tone and uh cult yeah yeah i decided to start a start a cult and i was like you know what cults are getting bad names there's too many idiots <laughs> you want to rescue the cult, the cult reputation yeah making them look bad and <laughs> it's not all orgies and, and suicide guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so we decided you know we're gonna make uh, a cult of tone but call it the tone cult and we worship uh tone and pizza but without the <laughs> somebody's gotta tell ryan clark about this yeah ryan, <laughs> ryan clark from dr scientist he's not a religious guy but uh-huh. he will be for this yeah yeah he's a he's a yeah. he's a tone well, and a pizza religion. guy it's a movement <laughs> <laughs> that was the most david koresh thing i've ever heard <laughs> that was good <laughs> well played mike Touché, well, sir. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's not that serious, but we have four members uh, on the, uh, there's actually an, even an Instagram 
uh, page dedicated to it. Uh, there's four followers. So. <laughs> oh, man. Well, count, count, count the okay, I'm getting on there right, right now. now. <laughs> Here we go. The Tone Cult, all one word, yeah. The Tone. The cultured Cult. guitarist is joining. There's there's not even like a a, a post yet, so it's oh, just here we go ground zero. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. all hail the tone cult. All hail. We're in. <laughs> oh, I love the graphic guy. That's amazing. That, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, Drew did that. Drew uh, Clegg, who's one of the uh, one of the members, actually. Uh, he designed that one night one on, during one of the Instagram feeds. He's like, hey, look at your look at your inbox. You need to make Tone Cult exclusive. Yeah. Uh, bygone 59s with that etched on the top. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. So there is a secret menu item, which is dedicated specifically to the Tone Cult. Oh. oh. Yeah, I think it your is. Instagram live audience is going to explode yeah. by at least three people <laughs> after listening to our show. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It is a very, very cool thing, um, cool set that, that, you know, we were talking one night and the, a couple of guys uh, kept suggesting, you know, like uh, a one-off set or something like that. And I just started thinking about it. And I thought, oh, why don't we do this? And I started going through the specs and the guys were like, yes, now let's do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, so yeah, it became a thing. So I'm just trying to figure out a way to make them even more uh, unique. I mean, beyond the wind itself and, you know, the magnet combination and all that, but also um, something visually uh, more or different, I guess. But yeah. Um, so it's on the way. That's cool. Excellent. That's super cool. <laughs> Uh, I can awesome. see the, the title of this episode, Cults, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Pack wants you to join the cult. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not bad. That yeah, not I could use that. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but is he serious? Yeah. I mean, hmm. you're not not serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's that dry sense of humor, you know. Uh, <laughs> But regarding the cult, nothing serious, other than the fact that we like pizza. And That's worth the cult. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's worth some religion. But uh, it's not a religion, man. It's a it's movement. A movement. Oh, Listen, <laughs> I am going to worship what I want to worship. There's a religion about the flying spaghetti monster. Why can't we have pizza? Well, you know, Don't the thing it is, a religion. it is all inclusive. So whatever your beliefs are whatever as long as it doesn't involve hurting people or trying to be a I, I believe or hating or hating pizza <laughs> sorry i just dropped one <laughs> once, <laughs> once it's okay casper will beep yeah i'll beep it. it's all good um <laughs> i forgot what i was gonna say now I, yeah oh something about pizza sorry about I'm sure. that. yeah, yeah if, you, if you hate pizza. pizza you can't be in the in the movement can't be a part of it. Actually, I mean, that's you technically a good rule. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really all inclusive, you know. The the only thing is, you know, you got to be a good person uh, and you know treat people nicely. And uh, 
you know, it's a benefit if you like pizza, but some people don't. So whatever, you know. <laughs> Those people are called Satanists. Mm. <laughs> I know a lot of Satanists like pizza. Are you kidding? Possibly drummers. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met a drummer that doesn't like pizza? I try not to talk to drummers. These guys are the guys that <laughs> actually burn the most calories on stage. <laughs> Just kidding. Grant, Grant is a drummer. Uh, Grant plays guitar. He plays bass. He drums. I mean, and he sings too. Uh, and I he is a band. Believe one of the uh, fellows from Electro Foods. Yep. Although I forget which one of them was the drummer as well. Yeah, pulling a blank. Yeah, me too, man. I don't. Uh, anyway, I remember they told. I, uh, yeah, I was like, I don't know they, those cats. How they started jamming, but I don't remember which one of them mm. was the drummer and which one of them wasn't. Uh, which doesn't really matter anyway. So we've had two drummers defile our sacred show. Uh, wow. <laughs> I know. Uh, we're going off air. This is the last episode. We'll see you guys. Never. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the end of it. <laughs> Joining the cult. <laughs> never well, to be heard. From um, again. you have to wrap it up here, Mike, but, uh, okay. before we take off, man, uh, where do people best find you? Uh, probably Instagram, uh, or the website. The website is just sonicpickups.com. Um, and the Instagram is Sonic Pickups, unless you want to join the cult and then that's the tone cult. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a Facebook page as well, but, uh, I really don't do a lot there. Um, so I, I kind of focus most of my attention on, uh, on the Instagram profile. So a lot of stories and stuff like that, you know, Perfect. we've, we've said it before. It's the most kind of user-friendly it's, it's for, for, for the what we do builder and make yeah. the world. It's yeah. yeah. Right. It's, yeah. Sorry, um, exactly. As well. yeah. exactly. Well, right on, man, dude, it was a treat having you on, dude. I, I, I I'm very grateful you came on and, and, uh, joined our little fam jam of, of uh, numpties on podcasting um yeah man and and dear listeners please go check them out go join the tone cult uh and and join the live streams on uh, on instagram you know get the, yeah get i'm trying to make them trying to make them not so late all the time because even i need to reset my schedule you know <laughs> but yeah uh but yeah stop by say hello um we try to have fun, try to tell some interesting stories and things like that of some of the wackiness I've gotten up to over the years. But, um, but yeah. Right on. Well, thanks again, man. And thanks, thanks for again. having me, man. Oh, dude, it was totally yeah, it was our pleasure. Our yeah. pleasure. Uh, and Thank thanks you, for listening, Kat. everyone. We'll uh, see you next week. Yeah.